It's Psalm 8-2, and we're going to read to, excuse me, Psalm 8-1, and we're going to read to Psalm 8-1. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. The words of God for the people of God. Good morning, church. Good morning. Today is the second Sunday of our new sermon series, The Faith We Sing. And today we will learn about the, one of the, uh, the America's favorite hymns, How Great Thou Art. And then uh, we will consider what message this hymn delivers us to. Would you join me in prayer? Lord, with your spirit, prepare our hearts as we are about to listen to your words today. Guide my lips and tongues so that I can deliver the message that you want us to hear today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have you been to a mountaintop or a canyon? or a national park or diving on the water. When you visit those kind of places, what do you think of? And what feelings does it evoke from you? Two weeks ago, we had a special time to listen to other people's story of how they found God's presence in our ordinary lives. And some of our church members shared with us that uh, God's masterpieces like Grand Canyon were sunsets and ocean animals that reminded them of God's presence and God's awesomeness. The reason we feel God's presence in nature is that our God reveals himself or herself in our nature. Eight years ago, my parents came to the United States to attend my graduation ceremony. Since the trip from South Korea to America, neither is easy or cheap, so I took them on a tour. So we visited um, Boston, Long Island, definitely Connecticut, and New York and Maryland, and our last stop was Niagara Falls. They liked all the places that we visited, yet what they liked the most was Niagara Falls because of its beauty, its vastness, and its grandeur. It is one of the places where you can feel the wonder of God's creation. In order to feel the fall as close as possible, I suggested that they took a Mesa boat. So we took the boat, and I still remem remember my parents were so excited about it. And then when we we're approaching to the falls, even though we, it wasn't like a raining shower, but we couldn't help. But we just said, wow, over and over. And it was when 
my mom started singing, How Great Thou Art. How Great Thou Art. One of the most popular Christian hymns in the United States was originally written by Swedish pastor Carl Boberg in 1886. The hymn came out of his extraordinary experience of what had happened on an ordinary day. According to Boberg's story, it was a normal Sunday. In the morning, there was a sun, the weather was fine, but returning home from church, all of a sudden, he was caught in a terrible thunderstorm, forcing him to take shelter in an abandoned farmhouse. He recorded that he thought that he was about to die. However, while watching out the storm, he watched in amazement of God's mighty power. When the storm was active, he crashed down almost everything. But when, once the storm passed and subsided, the sun came out and a rainbow appeared and the birds started singing in the trees as if nothing had happened. He's quoted as saying, when I arrived home, the lake across from my home reflected like a mirror, the sky above, and a church bell rang out in the distance. It was then that I felt to my knees in humble praise to the God who holds all of creation in God's hands. In response to his experience and his own reflection on God's mighty power and control over nature, Pastor Borberg was inspired to write the poem, O Story Good, in English, O Great God, like the King David who wrote Psalm 8 and verse 1 in acknowledgement of God's greatness after he observed nature and the universe. The verse 1 and 2 in the United Methodist Hymnal are what he wrote after this, his own experience of the thunderstorm. And he published his poem in a local newspaper without knowing of its impact. A few years later, Pastor Berberg attended a conference, and he was amazed to hear a, um, hear a group of people singing his poem with an old Swedish folk tune that we sing today. This new hymn had become popular throughout Sweden and to spread to other parts of Northern Europe and translated into German, Russian, and later into English. If you look at the, uh, our hymnal, 
Actually, our hymnal says the writer of this hymn is not a Karburg, but Stuart Hein. You might wonder why our United Methodist hymnal said the composer was um, the writer of Stuart Hein. Here's a story. Stuart Hein and his wife, Evis, were British missionaries who were ministering to the people of Ukraine in the early 1930s. It was there they heard the Russian translation of the hymn, Oh, Stray Good, from a congregation of Ukrainians. And they, they really liked the hymn, so they learned it, and then they started using the hymn in their evangelistic services. Later, the Heinz had to leave the Ukraine during um, the Holodomor, a famine genocide perpetuated on Ukraine by Stalin during the winter of 1932 and 33. While crossing into Subcarpathian Wells, they experienced thunderstorms like, like Pastor Berberg, but this time in the mountains. And that time, he reminded of that hymn, the story of good that he learned when he was in Ukraine. And that he wrote the verse again based on his experiences. And here the words goes. When I look down from lofty mountain ranger and hear the brook and feel the gentle breeze, and verse three and four were added later, but at a different time. The verse three was written while the Heinz were ministering in Carpathian Mountains after witnessing some Christian groups who fervently prayed to God for God's mercy and love and who kept their faith in Christ despite of persecution by Russian soldiers. Inspired by witnessing their faith, Pastor Hine wrote a verse that speaks about God's revelation in Jesus and how God's redeeming love has been revealed to us through Jesus Christ. This verse leads us to sing again, how great thou art. When we think about God's redemptive love and his salvation, even though we are sinners, even though we are nothing. God loves us so much. That's why God gave us his only son. And he bore all the suffering, even death, to save us. And the last verse came out much later after World War II. When war broke out in 1939, the Heinz had to leave, um, leave the, the European country, uh, no. Uh, they had to leave the, the near Ukraine and they returned back to England. But even the war could not stop them ministering people. But because of an intense bombing campaign by the Nazis, the country was devastated and many people were killed and lost their homes 
and lost their lives and lost hope. And one day, the Heinz heard an amazing story from a man to whom they were ministering. The man said he had been separated from his wife at the end of the war, and he had not seen her since. At the time they were separated, his wife was a Christian, but he wasn't. But he had since he had been converted to Christianity. And he said, I want to meet my wife again so that I can share my faith with her. But I don't think I would meet her again. But I'm longing for seeing her, not on the earth, but in the heaven, because our Lord promised us to bring us home, and we're going to have heavenly feast there. So I'm longing that time so that I can share my faith with her and the eternal life again. These words again inspired Pastor Hines, and that they became the basis for the first verse to how great thou art. The lyrics goes like this, when Christ shall come with a shout of acclamation to take me home, what joy shall fill my heart, then we shall bow in humble adoration and there proclaim, my God, how great thou art. After adding verse three and four with his original English lyrics and his arrangement of Swedish folk melody, Pastor High published what we know today as a hymn, How Great Thou Art. That's why our hymn says the writer is Pastor High. And this hymn became universally renowned and widely used after Billy Graham Evangelist team uses him, and he became one of vast, one of the famous and a favorite hymn of Americans. While researching, I found something interesting. One of the descendants of Pastor Carl Burberg shared an uncovered story related to the poem, The Strat good in his interview with the Christian Broadcasting Network. He said, actually, the folks who sang Pastor Carbog's poem with a Swedish folk melody were part of an underground church in Sweden in the late of 18, 18s, when the British and mission friends were persecuted. That really blew my mind and made me think of all other groups who were related to this hymn. You know, Pastor Hein heard this hymn for the first time when he was in Ukraine, when he was ministering in the Ukraine. He was persecuted by Roman, uh, not Roman, Russian surges. And later, this hymn was developed after World War II. after they have the terrible experience of the world. 
And when I think of how this hymn has developed and how come this hymn has been so resonated with so many people who faces persecution and hardship in their lives. I couldn't help, but I thought that it is God and that they might felt that they cannot control all the situation, but it is God who created this world. Maybe they submitted that the sovereign of God who's in charge. And I guess while singing, then sing my soul, my savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. They might have found hope and recalled God's faithfulness and God's redemptive love that has shown through the history of human salvation. Brothers and sisters, we are living in another challenging time. We just came out of the pandemic, but trauma of the pandemic still remain, remains in us. And when we look around the country and the world, there is no peace. And we just heard that so many people died by terrible earthquake. We feel so powerless. Why this happened to us? We question to God. But please know that God is the one who brings goodness to us and who is with us when we are going through the hardship and thunderstorm in our lives and to bring a bunch of his good people to us so that they can feel, they can experience God's greatness even though we see nothing around here, anything good, but God is here with us. God still brings us goodness and he's gonna make everything good in the end because God who we know He's a creator, he's a redeemer, he's a savior. So as we close my sermon today, I want you to remember the Psalm 8, how David sang to the Lord, even though he went through so many valleys, valley of, uh, darker valley of um, the, the hardship in their lives, he always sing to the Lord, how great thou art. And then through Psalm 8, he encourages us to sing the Lord, who is great and majestic, and, and encourages us to look up to the Lord and ask God for help, who brings us salvation and who brings restoration to his creation. So church, let us sing how great thou art all the time. Even when we go through storms in our lives, small or big, any problems in our lives, in trusting that God would bring us goodness, even though it takes time. That is the faith. Let us pray. Gracious Lord,
how great thou art. We thank you for your mercy and love and your great power that all over the universe and nature. When we observe the nature and the universe, we feel so small in it. And then we think of who we are. You are so mindful of us. Lord, thank you for your grace and thank you for your love. Thank you for your continued sustaining love and grace. Help us to continue to sing to you how great thou art so that we can continue to walk with you in our faith. Even though we don't see future bright, bright future, even though we do not see the hope around us. And let us continue to walk as hopeful people and sing to this world that you are God, and you are great, you are majesty. We pray in your name. Amen. <laughs>